Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. We're going to deal with your weekend after the news. And Jimmy Not always now. has interesting weekends. Yeah. It's funny because you weren't in the room when Grant and I were talking about it because we were looking at the picture from the pre-show post. Yeah. And uh, Grant said that Michaela saw a picture, or Grant showed Michaela a picture of you. She saw it on social thing. media or yeah. whatever. Yeah. She's like, I thought that was an April Fool's Day joke. That was real? I thought that was an April Fool's Day thing. <laughs> Some of my friends, when I was talking to on Friday, thought the same they thing. They thought that poster of you and all the all these muscle men was a joke. <laughs> all right. Save it. Save it. Ah. All right. We also have um, good news. If you were as angry as I was about the, um, the change in the drinking regulations or recommendations from Health Canada. Yeah. We'll deal with that with the Dr. Locke segment. And this week we have MPW tickets, right? Yes. Okay, we'll do that at the end of the show all weekend. It's a all weekend, sorry. We have a a short work week. We're only on until oh, yeah. Thursday. That's we have right. Friday. Yeah, it's a good Friday, yeah. Kind of forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I just noticed that this morning. And I noticed that uh, we're giving away... Uh, that's cr- right, it's this special Good Friday edition of Monster Pro Wrestling. Yeah, the bunny's back. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> Jimmy dresses up in a bunny costume. Where do you celebrate Easter? <laughs> and, yeah, and the whole crew beats the hell out of him. Uh, I do it at the Alberta <laughs> Avenue Community Hall. Uh, Sebastian Bach's birthday today. I always forget he's got uh, Canadian roots. He was born in Peterborough or grew up there. Oh, yeah. So, little Skid Row gets us going. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So it was not an April Fool's Day joke. Jimmy actually did perform with a male stripper is it a dance like what do you dance troupe i don't know what do you call that i don't know they're just male male, review male male exotic dancer group okay did you get your wiener out no okay only two of the four of us did so it's 50 percent. we know who the showers are (laughs) (laughs) but what they do to do that is i would know no, no, we don't need. I would need to. He was about to tell us about a cock ring. Yeah. <laughs> no. Stop. Okay. All right. It's a little too early for this. Yeah. So Jimmy actually went to Peelers. He actually joined in with the dance. It troop. wasn't a joke. If you don't know, Jimmy has in the past uh, jumped up and done. Like some stripping things. He used to be like the mascot at Pinky's in town before it shut down. If you go to Pinky's, he'd be there wandering around. Yeah. Yeah. And so on Fridays, they would throw him up on stage. He would do a quick little routine. So he kind of know you kind of know Sean, who's who runs Body Heat. Yeah, actually, uh, you brought him on when we were at the other station. As a judge, when I was stripping for uh, one of our oh, coworkers, that's right. So th- I introduced you to him, and so anyway, um, how did it go? Let- let's deal with that first. Oh, it was so fun. It- it's <laughs> like it. So it was a Jack and Jill. So it went a lady stripper, then a guy stripper, then a lady stripper, then a guy stripper. Oh, okay. Throughout, throughout the night, and and then the way that that the, that guy does it is or. 
they do it, is they do a quick little routine on stage, the three of them, and then two go off, and then the remaining guy does his own solo show. So they have different costumes for each okay. each bit. And then I was the second last male stripper. And then they did their little... Then, then, their, they, do, then okay. they do their thing. Can I ask, did you plan anything? Not at all. <laughs> I got to do better for the next shows. I had no so clue. They just I, just, song I had no there. idea I was going to be on stage for a half hour, um, <laughs> including lap dances. I he must have been dead because I've seen exhausted. like when we did those stripper videos and you had to do a bunch. You were like on the verge of having a heart attack. <laughs> Yeah, but you kept uh, with those. I have to keep changing my outfits, and this was one outfit just taking off piece at a time. Uh, but then uh, the lap dances, <laughs> the lap dances are for guys are kind of interesting. They bring the girls on stage, they sit on a chair, and then you, you then you basically dance all over them. They manhandle you, do whatever. Yeah. Did you make and, a bunch of tips or what? Uh, yeah, I I made he did two hundred. Well. I, yep. I made two hundred and fifty dollars in tips. Nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyway, so Sean wants to bring you on, uh, like on the tour, uh, the city or surrounding area shows. So yeah. I'm going to be. There's going to be uh, one coming up. He he was talking about it. He needed to get confirmation from both the bar and his business partner. Yeah, but, you're you're someone that needs to get cleared. <laughs> but, <laughs> Between the stripping and the wrestling. But you're not going to be on this show much longer, are you? But, but he he basically <laughs> said that he's tours cuz we're we're calling him later today and he said he'll have a confirmation whether or not I'm allowed. Whether or not they want you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um anyway, listen, I I saw some video. There's a YouTube thing of the performance, but some of the video that I was getting was because I know the guy that runs the bar. Yeah. Because Brian used to run Peelers in Edmonton, right? <laughs> yeah. In this queue. So we kind of know him. <laughs> so he was sending me pictures um, and some video, and uh, the crowd was going crazy for Jimmy. Oh, they love right? it. They, they love, love it, it right? Yeah. Like, like the, we wander through the bar, and they kept going... When are you going up? When are you going up? That's hilarious. So anyway, we'll have Sean on. We need to talk a little bit about how Jimmy should prepare for the next um, performance with even Body go, Heat. I, I wasn't even ready with a song list. I did. Uh, 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 I <laughs> we warned you ahead of time. Did Grant said you have like a show? Because I wasn't sure if I was doing group <laughs> stuff with them or what the deal was. Uh, but yeah. Not a lot of communication. Anyway. So, um, if you want to see something, the probably the funniest thing I've seen in quite some time is because I said to Brian, I texted him after I, I told Grant this, but on Friday when Jimmy was leaving, I was like, hey, listen, get me some pictures with the guys, okay? And he goes, mm-hmm. oh, collateral t- pictures, t- uh, the stripper protocol, and <laughs> cameras aren't allowed, and you know, there's just rules I don't want to break. I'm like, get me a picture. I, just I, you I, s- I said I was going to talk some to the guys. on the guys, <laughs> stand in front of a wall, and somebody Take get a me picture. a picture of you with the strippers, please. And so I'm like, I knew he wouldn't do it, so I phoned Brian, yeah. the owner, and I'm like, Brian, can you get, can I? And he's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. We're going to pictures. Yeah, there's, yeah. we're going to be taking pictures to all check night. to make sure because some people <laughs> don't. Night, I'll, I'll have cameras rolling on this thing all night. <laughs> yeah. You but, and the rules. Like, no, I, no, but there's the, stripper but with, protocol. Yeah. What? Just get no, me a with, picture. With the guy strippers, they let you run video until you're nude. Okay. Anyway. Until just before. All right. And it, so you have to go see Jimmy with the three other guys. <laughs> you need to. <laughs> It's in my pre-show post. It's all over our socials. It's uh, did Jimmy did a little slideshow of of the four of them. It's it's amazing. We'll leave it at that. You're in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. When you say Elon Musk's name now, I think you automatically something. Sorry, what are you doing? I didn't know my sound was on. <laughs> it's Monday, hey? Yeah. <laughs> when you say his name, I think you automatically go down a certain path now, mm-hmm. right? And it's not a good path. 
No, he has uh, crossed over to some other waters where he's almost turned himself into a joke at times. It's it's he's become a parody of himself, yeah. which is he's a meme. Like, yeah, yeah, which is a little bit unfortunate because I still think that there's something there, right? Like, he, I mean, he's still the guy that owns a company that is going to space, and you know what I mean. It's not like he's had too many um, failures. No, t- I mean, Tesla's a massive company. Yeah. Uh, everyone still wants a Tesla. Space well, that boring is, company is still going. I mean, that's a bit of a joke, but... That's a legit thing. I know it is, but, like, you read a lot about it, and they're like... Like, have you seen video of the what he built in Vegas? Yeah, yeah. It's just... A subway, but you just drive a car through it. Like, he kind of scammed them with that one. He literally just made a tunnel that you drive a car in. Okay, so I read this article, and and I think the reason why I wanted to say this at the front end about Elon Musk and sort of establish this is if this was anybody else, I think this would be a huge story, but it's not. So this article was written on March 28th, and mm-hmm. it's been out. So it's been out there for a bit, right? It's been out there not a whole week, but it's been out there. And I read the whole article, and it's about Elon Musk doing an interview, and he talks about a couple of things. One, he says the Cybertruck is dead. He's he's uh, not too gonna, bad. He's not going to do it. Okay. Um, and then there was a there was another conversation about the twenty thousand dollar city car, which is which is coming. Then he goes on to blame in the interview, and he's being quoted to blame the Cybertruck on Joe Rogan, and he goes. I had just spent the afternoon with Joe. We sparked up a fatty, his words, not mine, mm-hmm. and discussed all sorts of crazy-ass ideas. And he goes, and I think Joe spiked my joint with LSD from Ken <laughs> Kessie. He even mentions another guy's name. And I'm like, hold on. <laughs> Elon Musk just accused Joe Rogan of drugging him. Yeah. Do you know what I like? Yeah. Is this not supposed to be a huge story? Yeah. And it's not because I think it's Elon Musk. Because it's Elon and everyone just and like. everybody because, knows, doesn't know whether or not he's serious or not. Well, because he always tries to be funny, right? So I think people just kind of like, okay. And also, it's like that guy. There's always that guy that claims his weed was spiked with something. Yeah. You know. Like no, if, just if Jimmy came into work weed. today and told me that the that he got spiked on the weekend from one of the girls that went to the Edson the Peelers gig, yeah. right? And that he had he was tripping balls all Sunday, we'd be really bothered by that. This is like in a national publication, Elon Musk doing an interview about his company Tesla. Mm-hmm. And he says that he got st- Dosed by Joe Rogan. <laughs> and there's nothing. Crickets. I spent every weekend, like all weekend, I sp- every couple of hours, because I saw this article on Friday. Mm-hmm. I was looking to see, this is going to be a bigger story. Nothing. Yeah. It's just literally dying on the vine. <laughs> it must be because no one takes him seriously. It's because no one takes him seriously. The bigger story to me that I'm sad about is that the Cybertruck is dead. What happens with all the guys? Because you could have pre-ordered, you pre-ordered yeah, I those. I know somebody that put a down payment down on one, like a, just to hold one. So I guess you get, get your, your money back. You yeah. get your money back. What, weren't there like test versions of this thing driving around North America as well? Yeah, the, probably in like 20 years, they'll be worth millions of dollars, right? I remember seeing a video of one, like mm-hmm. of a truck, the cyber truck driving past. So it would be interesting to see. You're right. Like they'll probably end up being. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Two. The Locker Rooms, Midget at the Movies. I shall call him Minnie. Me represent the I will not be ignored. It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you do this weekend? Sicario. I decide whether you go to prison in a work camp in Missouri or a kill house like Corcoran. This is where you negotiate how to survive, my friend. That's the scene with um, Shane from Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Where they're in the, the cab. Right. After she attacks Emily, Emily Blunt's character mm-hmm. from Sicario. That's a great movie. It, you know what? It's a remarkably good movie. Mm-hmm. Is it? How, how? What are the ratings like on... Uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's 92. I was going to say, it's probably really high. What do you think? 
It's very intense and very graphic in action sequences. Right out of the gate, too. Like, like, right, it's just, it's it's crazy. And the thing is, though, is, you know, a lot of uh, um, war movies or movies like this, they kind of romanticize it, like, you know, where you have the good guys and you have the bad guys. But this one you have, you know, the people on the good side are doing bad things for the right reason. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a lot of that. Like that scene where Benicio del Toro basically kills that guy's entire family, yeah, um, and and then threatens another good guy, like you know, and the scene with him and Emily Blunt at the end there, where yeah, the second one wasn't as good. The second one because they also had a really bizarre twist at the yeah, end. Yeah, and they like, wrote they wrote Emily Blunt out of it. Something so, happened there with the um It wasn't as good. No. Yeah. No, it, it it was yeah. It's very different. It it has actually a completely different feel mm-hmm. than the first does, one yeah. as well. But I quite enjoyed it because it it was definitely realistic. It yeah. like you know it didn't have any of this like as you say superhero saving the day. You know, they stopped what happened, but they had to do some. It was very real feeling. Yeah, yeah. they had to do some bad things. I to wonder. Do it. I mean, listen, I'm not an idiot. I know it's a movie, right? Um, but I wonder how much they leaned on like real stories to help build that first Sicario, mm-hmm. because I, 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 I think they did. I think they actually. It's not nowhere in the movie does it say this is based on or you know what I mean. There's no disclaimers about yeah. But I but there, I bet it that, seemed it seemed yeah. like a real realistic uh, well chain if, of events. If for those of you who haven't watched it, a big part of sort of the underlying theme of Sicario is um, how the different structures of law enforcement work together down in the states, right? So I wonder if there's any truth to the fact that they couldn't do what they needed to do in the states without Emily That's, Blunt. So, as they say, like I've seen movies and I've read books about the CIA, they're not allowed, supposedly under their charter, not allowed to operate on American soil unless they're involved. Doing with, certain things, yeah. yeah so, unless they're involved with the FBI. So that so there, there is some merit to that? That's because that's what I've how read. Emily Blunt was brought into this 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 uh, CIA crew that James Brolin is yeah. running, right? Josh yeah. Brolin. Josh. Josh. Yeah, we Keep were calling him by his dad's name. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> um, is that where we're going to go? We're going to go from Emily Blunt to Josh Brolin. I think that's the best. I think we should go there. Anyway, let's let's leave it for now. We're, we'll pick Josh Brolin movies later on in the show. But, Safe to say, this is a five out of five for you. Oh yeah. It was really. I, was, good. I knew it would be. I was very surprised he hadn't seen this one because mm-hmm. you, uh, you like action movies and stuff like this. I don't know why. Like there was parts of the movie that I kind of recognized, but maybe from the trailer or something. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it was a movie I watched and fell asleep. Look at that. So midget at the movies. We landed on Sicario, Emily Blunt, and it gets five out of five buttered cobs of mm-hmm. corn from James P. White. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Grant, open up that link. Yeah. If you haven't already. So this is a um, story about a W5 investigation into asbestos cement pipes that they use to transport drinking water in... Canadian cities across the country and the report breaks down the number of miles in each city and the percentage of the pipes used mm-hmm. with this asbestos in a percentage breakdown yeah for each city so yeah. like in Edmonton for example uh, 25% of the network in Edmonton of pipes is asbestos cement it's about a thousand kilometers of pipes um, which is, I tweeted. They, Health Canada says there's no evidence that it's dangerous, but asbestos has started to show up in some drinking water. Yeah, they're saying they're saying we don't have evidence yet that ingesting it, like drinking it, is harmful. So there's not a big push in Canada to get rid of these asbestos cement pipes. But from what I, 
it's a couple of people were tweeting back and forth with me about yeah. it when I did tweet because I sent Andrew Knack and uh, Mayor Sori a, a quick tweet saying, I hope this is on your priority list above promoting 15 minute cities, which drives me <laughs> nuts. Like the lack of priorities with our city council is what drives me crazy, right? You can have a, you can agree or disagree with what they wow. do. To me, it's the water it's, pipes aren't sexy, right? Well, then a lot of what happens with politics is is they don't actually start doing something until it gets to a certain point mm-hmm. with the community where people are. That's why I don't mind bringing awareness to stuff like this because yeah. if if but again to defend them a bit somebody that clearly worked for the city at one point in or still does sent me a note on twitter saying they are replacing them when they go down in and fix something or whatever and they've got that section of pipe available to them they yank it out right so it is something that they that they are aware of there's quite a bit in i shouldn't say quite a bit there's some in in St. Albert and there's some in Spruce Grove as well. So Stony Plain had two percent. Or Stony 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 Plain. Plain had five five kilometers of this. Calgary only had two percent. Um, and yeah, I don't know where the St. Albert one was, but oh, St. Albert was forty four percent. There's a lot. Of the network was yeah. this asbestos um, cement. So Prince yeah, George was a bad city for it. Like it's so deadly to breathe in. Yeah. Right? I mean, if there's asbestos insulation or anything, it's a whole process or asbestos tiles or anything, and you're smashing them out. Like, it's an expensive process. So you'd think drinking it shouldn't be very good for you. The asbestos fibers, uh, they stick to your lung tissue and stuff like that, which causes lung cancer. Yeah. They're saying there's some, some evidence that it might cause, like, gut cancer and stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, I again, I think they're aware of it, even though they're ignoring my tweet, but they always ignore my tweets. Um, the one thing I did look up is whether or not Brita filter, because we use Brita. I was okay. like, because I've lived in pretty much every city that has a problem with this. I've lived in, I've done a <laughs> stint in radio in. And so um, I, I was like, we've been using Brita filters for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. It, like my wife and I have always had one of those things in the fridge. And we flip out those filters every, you know, three, four months or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they do claim to grab it. Oh, like really? The, the, the Brita filters. But I know it's a bit of a trend now mm-hmm. for younger people. They just drink tap water. We drink tap water. We don't need. Um, you may want to rethink that at this point in your life. If you're a tap water drinker and you might want to find. Like, I'm not suggesting going and getting yeah, bottled water. Yeah, we just drink water, tap water. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this concerns me. Like yeah. like you said, if asbestos is such a problem, why are we not concerned about it being in the taps? Yeah. Like I read a medical article and it's saying most of the uh the asbestos fibers will just be passed right through. You'll have a very low percentage that might stick to your inner tissues. Ah, it's but just the a little bit, no big deal. Yeah, if somebody hands me a glass of water and says, here's some water with no asbestos. There's just a little bit of pee in it. And then <laughs> most of the pee just filters through. Which one do you want? Oh, give me the pee water. The Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. It's always a good weekend when your Edmonton Oilers manage to clinch a playoff spot, hey? Should be feeling good today. Should have some pep in your step. As friend of the show, Bagged Milk from Oilers Nation says, happy clinchmas to all of those who celebrate today. For a city that went an entire decade without the playoffs, I don't think we should be taking this for granted. Like, this should be a bigger deal. Yes, I know they are expected to make the playoffs now. Yes, they are expected to go on a deep playoff run and make a push for the Stanley Cup. But just because we expect them to be in the playoffs now, it doesn't mean we should take it for granted. Ten years. 
the entire time Jimmy was in high school, the Oilers did not make the playoffs. <laughs> did you think in 2006 when the Oilers were in the finals and Chris Pronger was the most popular man in Edmonton, did you think that we would then go 10 years without playoffs? Because I didn't. So don't take this for granted. You don't know what tomorrow brings. Get together with friends for the games this year. Get the chicken wings. Live, laugh, and enjoy these playoffs, my friends, because you never know when another decade of darkness is coming. Okay, one more thought. What's worse, going a decade without making the playoffs or going a decade with making the playoffs but losing in Game 7 in the first round every single year? Being a Leafs fan. Let's go, Oilers. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page, the best place to get your Regina gear. Text us now for the link to shop. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. For as long as I can remember... There's been a conversation about that high-speed train or the possibility of a high-speed train from Edmonton to Calgary, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they've been talking about this for years. It's evolved into this thing now called the Hyperloop, which involves magnets and... Getting a little pod and it... A thousand kilometers an hour, (laughs) which means you'd be in... uh, It's an 18-minute trip, Yeah, which is crazy. 54 people um, in it, so... Wow. So the this conversation is not as much of a pipe dream as maybe it was a couple of years ago because it's, it's you know, it's billions of dollars. It's a crazy amount of money, mm-hmm. but it's reached a point where they're now having a conversation with companies to build the damn thing. So it's way more real now. Yeah. Like, the group behind this isn't just saying... It's not like the gondola group. the gondola. Right? Like, this is legit, and these guys are going to build this damn thing. It might be a, a long time coming. Um, the only thing is, I, I, hope, I hope there's no levels of... Like, the province isn't going to have anything to do this. Well, they this. probably will, because I'm sure some of the funding has to come through them, right? Yeah. Um, Whenever governments get involved in public transit, though, it's always like... Well, it's not a thousand kilometers an hour. Now it's it's going to be a hundred kilometers an hour, and it stops at red lights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could you, you don't know why it keeps you, running into cars. Could you, I, could, you, uh, could you imagine that trip? You're you're going several hundred miles an hour, and you have to stop yeah. at a light. <laughs> um, I saw because there was another car. I think they hit the LRT last week. <laughs> Pam posted it on our cruise Facebook, and it's the you know that sign downtown that says like "Take a risk." It's the most Edmonton thing you can do. Somebody photoshopped it so it says, uh, crash your car into the LRT. It's the most Edmonton thing you can do. Well, it's happened like seven times. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I were talking about it as we were um, waiting for the LRT to cross the road yeah. uh, where we live. And the, the arms were coming down. And I, I, I told her, I said, there's another car accident. She goes, oh, I heard you guys talking about it. And I said, the sad thing about it is... And she goes, the sad thing is someone's going to need to die before they put the arms up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I was just about to say exactly the same thing. Someone's going to get smoked on a bike, right? Yeah. And they're going to die. And then they're going to go, oh, okay. Well, maybe we should put the arms in the, now. The scary. That's the, the and, and I hate to say that, but mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen here. Because they're going to avoid putting it in proper. And, and you know what? It's because we're idiots. It's because people are idiots, yeah, in and they're theory, driving in front of the damn train. In theory, we shouldn't need the arms because, oh, that you can no longer turn right on reds there. No. We should know that, but we're just dumb. But the scary thing attention. is, though, especially at the downtown area, not only is there no arms, but there's no fences around it. So people are wandering back and forth. Like uh, when I'm walking to work in the morning and like around that area, drunk people are just, you know, going around the oh, tracks. You're, you're going to get bumped by it. Yeah. And so, no, I, I stay point, as far away from that as possible. At some point, that that's dumpers, how you go. Yeah. Like we got to get a GoPro for him. I don't 100%. think he gets injured, though. I don't even think he realizes it. Yeah. I think his dumper gets too close to it and it yeah. gives him a little poof, yeah. knocks him over and he gets up and continues on his way you do have a gift of not really being connected to the outside world so if you <laughs> if you don't tense up you might be fine <laughs> you're in the locker room on nutty 57 cruise fm do you like 
April Fool's Day? Yeah, I enjoy it. Do you? Okay, yeah, I, don't I, mind. I, I hate it. I, I can't stand it. <laughs> Why? Uh, it just Does annoys it get fooled? me. It, no, ah, uh, no, I no. If fooled. it's a good one, I got fooled so much this year. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I just was falling for everything. I saw even. Because um, it was on a Saturday. I think it was because I woke up and I just wasn't expecting it. And I kept like looking at my phone and being like, oh, McDonald's is opening adult play places across Canada. That's cool. <laughs> oh, uh, they got square Timbits now. Cool. <laughs> I was falling for everything this year. The plaid Jeep. I didn't see that one, no. Did you see the McDavid six-game suspension? No. From Oilers Nation? <laughs> Uh, that one got me. I was like, what? Uh, so one, it was like West Edmonton Mall is closing. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had one this morning that we talked about was Elon Musk um, calling out Joe Rogan, blaming Joe Rogan for the Cybertruck. Yeah. Yeah. Because everywhere and I dosing found him from is, LSD. The Cybertruck is still a go. Yeah. Because after we did that conversation, you were you went online and he said, I think that might be an April Fool's Day, Joe <laughs> Fluff. Um, yeah. I, the, the reason why I dislike it is because and thank god it was on the saturday because there's all this pressure right on you to do something on your show and then all these radio shows do these stupid april fool's day bits yeah and a lot of them uh, are really bad they're so bad um, they're so lame Ugh. but the like the companies that were doing it this year um, I, I, you know Domino's, what I, did you I, see that one? No. That Domino's was starting their own cereal. <laughs> Domino's Pizza. Square Timbits is Square funny. Square Timbits is funny. See, like little harmless things like that. Like McDonald's opening adult play places. That's good. Like, but also, I was like, they should actually do that. <laughs> anyway, Jimmy stripping in Edson, that was not actually. That was real. We have video I, proof actually, of it. I actually had an argument with a friend of mine on Friday. Are you sure that's not a. And I'm like, no, I'm legit going <laughs> to strip. <laughs> going to strip, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, you can go check out video on the Locker Room YouTube page if you want to see Jimmy doing that. You're in the Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So I go back and forth with with Pete Davidson. Yeah. I was trying there for a while to give him the benefit of the doubt. I saw something on the I saw something on the weekend that changed my mind. Okay. About him. Like I'm back on the he's a dick. Mm-hmm. Like what a waste of anyway. He was upset about Saturday Night Live yeah. doing a skit about him, and I'm like, "All right, you're like, you can't defend this guy anymore." So uh, that's where I was at too, because I've always been like, "Whatever, let him live his life." He's made a couple decent movies. Who cares? Yeah, but yeah, I, I hate when he gets in his mood where he's like, "Well, everyone's against me, and they all hate me," and and so he was complaining. He's like, "I've only dated." 12 women in 10 years it's not that interesting everyone should leave it alone i'm like do you not realize that it's not about how many women you're dating it's who you're dating you're pete davidson you should not be dating kate beckinsale if you ariana grande or kim kardashian if you don't realize why that's interesting to the to the public yeah or people are intrigued by the like sort of the yeah the yeah. conflict of that, then yeah, then you're an idiot. Yeah, so, so I thought he was so on done, board with it. I'm done with him. So that's why I was like, because <laughs> I uh, there was a moment when I saw that he was going to be doing 90 Day Fiance, and I'm like, okay, well maybe maybe he does, maybe this is something, yeah, he should be doing. Where, where do you stand on that though? On because you like that show. SNL? No, no, 90 Day Fiance. Oh, He's going on the show. I haven't seen it. I haven't watched it in years. Maybe this is a April Day, April Fool's Day thing, that too. That might be, yeah. Uh, it was two days ago. So that would have been April Fool's Day. It's not a joke that he was upset about the bits on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I'm trying to find out. Pete Davidson joins 90 Day Fiance. That was April 1st that came out. So it has to be. <laughs> I got you again. There's another one that got me. <laughs> Holy smokes. You've been That's a good one. You've been, you've been That's con- a really good one, though. That is a good one. If Yeah. You've been conned a lot this weekend. It's a good thing I wasn't looking at my phone at all this weekend. You never look at your phone. 
I was going to actually do a joke against my wife, and then I was like, ah, I better not. Yeah. I was going to, you know those videos that are out right now about um, where people are like videotaping them just overreacting to something mm-hmm. that scares them in the room, but it's not really there? Yeah. I thought that would be funny to do because my wife c- can get really scared, like, so I was going to do it. But then I was like, no, there's no, she. Not worth it. No, it's not that. It, it She. She gets so scared. Like if I start screaming in the in the kitchen because I see a like a fake spider or a mouse or something, she she'll have she she will have yeah. heart palpitations for like an hour. Oh, really? So I'm like, I don't <laughs> do that to her. Another moment with Doctor Locke. So I was very triggered by the Health Canada guidelines that came down, the new ones in the new year about um, drinking and they were saying if you drink any more than two drinks a week you're overdoing it yeah that was the limit the new limit was two drinks it used to be I think 12 a week for women and 14 a week for men yep um, and then they go, no, nope, now it's two. Everyone two. only gets if two. If you drink more than two drinks a week, you're going to die. <laughs> and I'm like, that's just not reasonable. It's not. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I realize this sounds a little off coming from an alcoholic, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody who drinks every day is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's going to be upset. He's going to be triggered by but it. But the, the thing is, there are people out there that legitimately are concerned about how much they're consuming and they legitimately have a problem, right? And then you don't need that kind of pressure on you <laughs> when you're trying to actually make a change, in, a legitimate change in your life, right? Mm-hmm. It's not reasonable to put unreasonable expectations on make, people. Make it a, an achievable goal. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Like you everybody has their own path in life and everybody is going to deal with whatever they need to deal with their way, mm-hmm. right? Like I I smoked pretty heavy for 20 years. I started when I was late in my teens and I quit when I was like 38 39 years of age. But I smoked for almost 20 years, okay? And I was at at points a pack and a half, two packs a day smoker. Like that was when you could smoke. I smoked at work. I was I smoked on the air. There was an ashtray. The first couple of jobs I had, there was an ashtray on the control board. Awesome. Like, it, it was easy to find time to smoke. Yeah. I needed to quit my way, right? Mm-hmm. I had to do it my way, and it took me a long time to figure out what that was. And I figured it out, and I quit. And I haven't gone back to it, right? Yeah. So... That's why I have a problem with unrealistic health guidelines like that. So new study that I wa- that I read on the weekend, and I know this is legit because it would be an awful April Fool's Day joke, <laughs> is saying that if you have a beer or a glass of wine every day, it does not, there's no long term, they took a look at studies and compared people that don't drink and people that do drink. We're not talking about people mm-hmm. that drink like me six or seven drinks a day. We're talking about a couple of drinks a day, and they looked at it long-term, and it's not that big of a difference between people who don't drink. Yeah, as long as you're sticking to that one. Y- yes, that's yeah. the issue. Because they say, yeah, low and moderate drinkers have similar mortality rates to those who abstain entirely. However, women who enjoy more than one drink a day are 20% more likely to die prematurely. Yes. So, obviously... It's still an issue if you're pounding booze all yeah, the time. You still have to because monitor I, it. I, I want to make sure that I say that out loud. I am a doctor. I need to be responsible <laughs> here. Uh, Going to lose your license. But it's irresponsible for Health Canada to go, nope, two drinks a week, everybody. Yeah, that's, that's all. it. That's all you can have. Because who's going to follow that? Yeah. Like, that just annoyed. How many people were just annoyed by that? It right? just upset everyone. It just upset everybody. It, just, it did absolutely nothing. And everyone's like, well, Locke, it's just guidelines. But the thing is, you're supposed to be an organization that looks, you're called Health Canada. <laughs> so I tweeted them and I say, hey, suck it, Health Canada. And I, did, anyway, I don't think they'll respond to me. Probably not. I found Health Canada on Twitter. <laughs> you're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We recently started this thing. We've only done one where we send Jimmy down to your place of work to give somebody the finger. And it's called the finger on short notice. 
And um, we did one last week with uh, with Wayne and his boss. Mm-hmm. Videos up on the locker room YouTube page. And when I talked to Wayne, I was like, "Does your boss have a good sense of humor?" Because as much as we find this funny, I also want to make sure that there's we don't want to cause huge issues. Wayne's like, like, "Yeah, no problem. My boss is yeah, totally like cool." Like someone getting fired shortly after. He explained his boss to me, and I was like, "Okay, we're in." So yeah. we went down there. This one works. We hopped in the old Subaru and we drove down to Leduc, and we and Jimmy went. We went into this place, and Jimmy gives this guy the finger. He was a little bit bothered by the whole thing, but started laughing as soon as he realized who the hell we were. Yeah. Jimmy's dressed up as a cowboy. What's going on? And my face was covered. There's a midget running at him. Like, what's going on here? Right. Um, since then, I've had three or four people request this. And one is from a, from a very passionate locker room listener who is quitting this week. And then sent me a note on the weekend after a couple of drinks, I think, and said, on my last day, can you send Jimmy down to give everyone in the office the finger? I hate everyone I work with. Please send Jimmy down. <laughs> I'm like, is this That's a good a, idea? It's not really the spirit of it. <laughs> it's supposed to be funny. Anyway, uh, we had another request from somebody that... Um, that didn't wouldn't let it go because I kept saying to this person I kept emailing it back and I'm like is this a good idea mm-hmm. and because she kind of explained the situation and how the the boss might not have the greatest sense of humor and I was like well then maybe we shouldn't go like is he gonna get this yeah right so maybe uh, we just move on yeah maybe we just move on all right. Uh, if you have a situation where Jimmy can show up at your place of work or a friend's group or something and give somebody the bird and they'll understand it, mm-hmm. or I, find I'm it open kind to of amusing. It. Yes. But if that individual doesn't, and you know what? Listen, everybody's sense of humor is different. Yeah. Right? We are not for everybody. Jimmy, very specifically. Not for everybody. He's an acquired taste. <laughs> I'm more like than you. Anyway, um, we're going to... Can we even put the call that we just had up on the podcast? I don't want to get that guy in trouble, because even the way he was talking about his boss, where he was like, my boss is kind of standing next to me. He might not be into it, you know what I mean? And then I'm like, well, let me talk to the boss. Let me see if I can talk. And then we were on hold for like four minutes, and then he came back and said... He's in a meeting. My boss is in a meeting. (laughs) I think we have our answer. Okay, I won't even put it on the podcast. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. I think that's the right call. Yeah. Okay, we'll leave it at, li- yeah, that's the right call. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we're not Listen, doing there are people out there that need the finger. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do this more from a humor yes. perspective. Yeah, this is more right. like fun. This, yeah. Everybody needs the finger, but it's they've got to find the funny in it. Yes. Although somebody that deserves the finger that might not get it, that kicks you across the room. That's funny. Still funny. Yeah, but maybe the thing is, though, different if, kind of funny. But, but funny. If, they, if they do kick me across the room, <laughs> would you, at, with you, the fact that you're there, would you at least try and catch me? No. No, I'd videotape it. Too busy yeah, videoing. I'd be trying to get yeah. my phone out. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. All right, we need to pick a movie for Jimmy's Midget at the Movies. If you missed it, the six degrees of separation went from Looper, Bruce Willis, who also included Emily Blunt. So we went to Sicario for the weekend. Jimmy watched that, gave us the review earlier this morning. Five out of five. Buttered cobs of Tabor corn. Um, And then um, we picked Josh Brolin. So we need a Josh Brolin movie. I don't think this is going to be difficult because I immediately... He's in so much... But uh, no, uh, no country for what is it? Country for no man or no women? country for old men or <laughs> what? What is it, Grant? No country for old men. No country for old uh, men which came is, in like three times, even without us. Such a great movie, and I Jimmy's gonna hate it. It's awesome. He's gonna hate it, and it's such. Are a Are you movie. sure? Yeah, he's gonna hate the ending. Everyone hates the ending. I hated the ending. <laughs> but it's like Javier Bardem, Tommy Lee Jones, Josh Brolin. 
Woody Harrelson. Who's the directors again? That's that, one of the Coen brothers. Yeah, Joel the Coen Cohen. brothers. I, I, I'd never like any of the Coen brother movies. I, I know that upsets people, but... <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. Hail Caesar he was in, too. Okay. Um, that one could upset Jimmy. I don't know. Oh, tried to... Every... Honestly, though, Jimmy just... True Grit. He was in the remake of True Grit. Great movie. You've seen that. I'm sure you've seen True Grit. Haven't you? I've seen the original. I haven't seen the, the yeah, original one. Was Your old man was a Clint Eastwood fan. You haven't seen that no, the remake, though? No. Isn't True Grit? That wasn't Clint Eastwood. Wasn't that, that was, an old Clint? No, it no was, that's uh, Johnny... Other uh, guy. John uh, Wayne. John Wayne. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the remake is awesome, though. That's a great remake. You should watch that, even if it's not midget the movies. You should watch that one. You'd enjoy it. But when, jo- when um, you mention Josh Brolin's name, what comes up? Guardian of the Galaxies. Well, the, he was Thanos. Thanos in that. Yeah. Um, he and it's it's Goonies. Yeah, yeah, Goonies. That was one of his first. Hey there, you guys! No, he wasn't the hey you guys. He was the older brother. Like that you included there. Hey there, everybody! <laughs> hey there. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we doing? I think we got to do No Country for Old Men, no? Yeah. Yeah. Done. You've seen Dune. Um, oh, he was in Dune. seen all the Avengers. Like That's the right. Original. He's in the new Dune. Yeah. Oh, and the new. Josh Brolin's in the. Oh, yes, he is. His career is way better now that he's in his, like, 50s. Yeah, he's, he's peaking now. Yeah. yeah. He's been in some superhero stuff on both ends. He's so good in Sicario. Mm-hmm. Like, he was unbelievable. I yeah. Mean, but I, I still thought Deadpool, that uh, Guillermo del Toro did. I thought he was better than Josh Brolin in this. Yeah, in Sicario. Josh, yeah. Josh Brolin was in uh, Deadpool as well, right? The you got one. his name wrong. Ben. Benicio Benicio, Benicio, del Benicio del Toro. Okay, he was unbelievable. You should know that. I'm not Mexican. <laughs> All right, on no that country note. for old men. No country for old men. There we go. I think we nailed it. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Hello, Sean Michaels with his dad. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Are you recovered from the weekend yet? Uh, I finally got to get a little bit of sleep. It was quite the trip, but... So, um, you run Body Heat, which is a male um, exotic performance group, right? Is that what what we call it? Troop or something? Yeah, we're an all-male review or... Yeah, 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 okay, all-male review. That's, That's what I was looking for. People, you know, a lot of people call it male strippers, <laughs> but yeah. we don't really have feelings. So. All right. Um, and you included Jimmy. Thank you for that. He yeah. uh, performed as his uh, his stripper alter ego, Hugh Hafner, at the Peelers in Edson. We saw some pictures and some video. It, it looked like it was well received. Jimmy, Jimmy's always a, a hit with the ladies and the men. Oh. <laughs> Very. It went over really, really well. Yeah. Okay. It was funny because before the, before you guys went, we were like, "Do you have? Do you have a performance plan? Like, <laughs> like this isn't like the back of some these party bus in Edmonton, right? Yeah. These guys have no, like routines. Like they, and they had a totally choreographed routine abs. for for, for yeah. all three. Yeah. And <laughs> he was like, "Oh, I'll be good. I'll be. I'm gonna wing it. I'll just. I'm good." And then yeah. he came. First thing he said uh, today, I didn't know I was gonna have to be up there for half an hour. <laughs> uh, well, so you well, guys. That was- if that was him winging it, he did a really good job. He, <laughs> so he, uh, we practiced for for months and months doing like choreographed uh, routines and and the costuming that we 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 do before we bring out an act. And I mean, the, everybody was cheering for him yeah. the most. Yeah. So it, yeah. Not so not surprised. Did. Now, is it true that you've talked to Jimmy about possibly including him in other um, shows? What? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I did. Okay. Um, yeah, we have another show coming up in Edmonton, actually, here on April 15th, and that one's going to be at Midway Music Hall, uh, and wow. and I wanted him to come venue. down to that one. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a massive venue. All uh, right. He, the, the one in Edson, was, it's, it's pretty small, but uh, he had that whole place rocking, and I mean... We can triple the attendance at the Midway Music Hall. Oh yeah. Okay. So now, is that is that a thing? Is that going to happen? Is that confirmed? I'm 
I need to make sure. Yeah, well, with him it, if it's okay. But if it is, oh, I mean, we've, we've confirmed with the uh, oh, venue, really? and the venue's down, and as long as Jimmy's down, then we're good. Look at that full-time member of Body Heat, <laughs> <laughs> James no, Peter White. I'm only half. You're gonna have to get oh, some more outfits and stuff. So off. I might actually have to start working out eventually. Okay, oh, yeah, well, actually, listen, Sean. That's one thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, now there is a, a a very serious difference between the overall physiques of the individuals that went to Edson and James P. White. Is there any advice you could give him, maybe on an ab ex- exercise? <laughs> uh, well, he's. I noticed he can. He does a lot of his arm exercises there with the beers, but. Um, <laughs> oh yeah! Don't expect him to drive to any gigs either. <laughs> he knows that. Uh, that's, yeah, that's all good. He's he's got a good following anyway. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. We noticed he likes to drink. <laughs> I actually drank light this night. Yeah, and that's light for him. Yeah, he did. yeah it was it was really good. He he was really well. All right. Well, Sean, you got to send him some some tips on maybe eating, working out. <laughs> I get, can do that. Get the little bastard in shape. Listen, Sean, I really appreciate this. The video's up. You can um, find Body Heat just uh, by searching for it. Yeah, if you need Facebook and if you need to book a uh, a mail review that includes that now could occasionally include a overweight alcoholic, alcoholic smelly stripping smelly midget. <laughs> hey, I smelled good this weekend. <laughs> he did. He did smell good. He's been working on it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, go to the Body Heat webpage. Thank you for this, Sean. We appreciate it. Yep. Bodyheat.ca. Now, here's some shit that didn't make the show. Come on, Cruz. Hey, Locke. How's it going, bud? Good. What's up? I I seen your thing on Facebook. Why do you listen to the locker room? Yeah. I just want to say when I first started listening to Cruz Edmonton, I was afraid of your show. Because <laughs> I thought the locker room is going to be nothing but sports. Oh, I'm yeah. not a sports guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then I finally listened to one of your podcasts, and it's like, my God, these guys are off the freaking wall. <laughs> so we're not. I love yeah, them. we're not. Well, we do talk about sports, but we're not a, a sports dominant show. No, not at all. Yeah. No. Well, that's what that's what my assumption was, and yeah. that's why you must never assume. Because the locker room, it's not going to be nothing but sports. Yeah. Not yeah. my thing. Yeah. But then when I finally listened to one of your podcasts, I'm like, holy crap, these guys are off the freaking wall. I love them. Oh, well, we appreciate it. What's your name? Will. Car Guy Will. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast, brought to you by Arden Roof Systems. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.